Ever. Ready? Mm -hmm. Hey everybody, welcome back again to Well That's Creepy. We have a little bit of a different thing today. Um, it's kind of like an interview, I guess. I don't know, we're doing <laughs> the witch thing, and my wife knows a lot about witchcraft. She's been doing it for a while, and she studies like crazy on everything she's into. But anyways, I guess it'd be like an interview thing. I guess kind of. I mean... So I'm really excited about this episode, and mostly because a lot of people have the wrong idea about what modern-day witchcraft is. So I think it's kind of exciting to get some of those misconceptions out and talk about what actual modern witchcraft is today. So yeah. it's not what people think. It's not not flying. We're not, you know, <laughs> turning people into different things, and you know. I don't know a lot about it at all. Well, you know some. Uh, I mean, you yeah, I know. I picked up on I a do, few things that you you know talked about and said and everything. So, I mean, but so to start off, just because this is like my one very big important thing to always say is there's no wrong way to be a witch, and I think that you stress that a lot. That is show. my big thing, yeah. um, and mostly because people think like it's this set of rules that you have to follow, and so witchcraft is in a sense like a religion in a, in a way depending upon which um, path you follow with it all but it can be considered like a religion but unlike traditional religions there's no like you know specific bible per, per se that tells you the rules that you have to do there are no rules there's no way to be a witch unless you're Wiccan, then Wiccan does have some specific rules but that's you know we'll get more into that here in a moment yeah but. you should have wore your witch hat for this you want me to put my witch hat on for this show? It'd been cool. I don't think so. All right. No. But anyways, uh, I'll wear it later for you guys. We'll we'll post a picture. Yeah. On Instagram we'll so dig into it. some questions in case anybody here is wondering how to become a witch. But first it's really first, exciting. Got my iced coffee. Oh, uh, yeah. Bam. Yeah. We're ready today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so disgusting. All right. So a lot of people think witchcraft's evil. Right, and it's definitely not. I mean. 99.9% .9 of witches are not evil. You do have some that literally worship Satan. But that's a very, very, very minute amount. Because it? it's just not, I mean... So, here's the thing with witchcraft. It is not what you guys see in TV and movies, okay? Like, that is definitely... Which, we'll get more into that here in a moment. But, we're not evil. We're not satanic. We're not, you know trying out to hurt people we are actually the complete opposite of that unless again you follow satan and that's just your own thing i'm do not <laughs> not me but no we're, we're definitely not evil we are actually some of the kindest and sweetest people you'll meet i mean you are a very kind person you really are you'll do anything for everyone you're so thoughtful and caring well, i'm glad awesome. you think that some don't but well it's just because you're straightforward to the point and well, they don't yeah, like that but sometimes but. it is it's very frustrating though that when someone finds out you're a witch and they on instantly think that you worship the devil and you are yeah. just an evil being it's and just, it's not it's okay crazy. you know yeah um now wicca and witchcraft is that like kind of the Okay, so it's kind of like or? if you looked at witchcraft as if it were like a religion, then Wicca would be like Christianity, and then you have Catholic, and like you have all these different things. But Wiccan is a totally different aspect of it. I mean, with Wicca, you worship a god and a goddess, which is the sun and the moon, and um, which they also represent the the old man and and the mother, maiden and crone. Um, but it's not all the same. Like, all Wiccans are witches, but not all witches are Wiccan. Does that make sense? I yeah, hope. It makes um, sense. 
it's just it is a different path and there are many paths um, I myself am eclectic uh, an eclectic which is basically one who takes from many different paths to make her own path um, you have sea witches and green witches head hedge witches uh, I mean just the list is endless there's so many different types kitchen witches green witch I mean literally anything you can think yeah. of there is a form of now, witchcraft to go with it a lot a lot of people out there getting into witchcraft would probably want to know if you have to be in a coven or anything so no covens are completely optional and some witches are solitary witches which means they completely do everything by themselves they they may interact with other witches but they don't you know have meetings with others or do anything like that they go solely on their own but it is not 1692 anymore we're not in Salem <laughs> so we do have the option to have covens online and um, I actually have an online coven it's still in the beta version but it's the basic witch coven.com and it's basically we will do like coven meetings but they're not going to be like anything like it's not going to be a big you know uh, traditional rituals with all the you know bells and whistles everybody has to dress all yeah. and special things but it's more like a zoom meeting for other witches to interact with each other online and, That'd be and cool. we're working on that yeah. the group's really grown i've got some great yeah. council members helping me and so. like we said before uh her podcast the basic wish which is actually doing very well it's really awesome really excited for you for that I'm proud yeah of we're actually getting awesome. ready to hit three thousand listens so yeah I'm pretty pumped about that yeah and you haven't been out that long really just a few months yeah um, but uh, it kind of took off fast uh uh, some people might think that you have to have a witch in the family to be a witch so that is a big misconception that really irritates me you'll have people if you ever decide to get into witchcraft and it's a calling I mean you feel it it's just something you feel and some people just decide that it's something interesting to look into and then decide that it's for them so um, it really is for anyone and you don't have to be have witches in your bloodline because here's the thing there's no gatekeeper and a lot of you'll find a lot if you go on like the Facebook What's groups a someone who tries to say well, you can be a part of us you can't be a part of us you have to okay. do this you have to do that and there are a lot of um, witches in these groups who try to be gatekeepers but when you get down to it there's it doesn't go back to your bloodline I mean you may very because well have so you're saying like there's some <laughs> groups where you go to they want you to follow what they think it should be right i mean and in, everyone in and there some are a few like individual people who feel like they are the gatekeeper mm -hmm. of things and it's real frustrating because i mean there really is like i've always said there's no wrong way to be a witch but you're gonna have people tell you who are you know who can and mm -hmm. can't but you could have like your aunt grandma and mom and eight grandmas back you know great grandmas mm -hmm. back that were all witches and then not call to you i mean it's just Mm -hmm. It's not a matter of being in your blood. You know, it's weird because you mentioned the Salem Witch Trials earlier. It's just so crazy how way back in the day, everybody, every woman that did something just odd or bizarre, they just thought she was a witch and burned her. Right. And That's well, actually, <laughs> you know, this right here, I was going to wait to get to the books later, but this book right here is called Witches, Midwives, and Nurses, The History of Women Healers and we'll we'll put these pictures of these books in the instagram page but back way back this is before the salem and everything started women who traditionally men were doctors and women who used any kind of herbal treatment or did anything about anybody being sick besides saying 
you know, oh, you, you know, you have a broken arm, you should do cocaine about it. I mean, that was pretty much how doctors dealt with things back then, but... Um, cocaine about it. Well, they did. They prescribed, like, cocaine for everything. Um, and I'm sure some people like that still to be around today. Unfortunately, it's not. But, no, um, anyone who did any type of treatment was, like, herbal remedies or anything, they accused of being a witch. Yeah. Well most of these women ended up going into the medical field because witches are traditionally healers um, in a sense and not necessarily all witches or nurses or anything like that but witches are really good moms because they have that ability to that natural healing ability in them mm -hmm. and not um, saying there's not good moms out no, there no, no. because they're yeah. witches but yeah, just, yeah yeah I mean yeah, a lot of you know they have that natural right they yeah. have a lot of that natural healing ability and also, a lot of witches are empaths, too, um, which is kind of fun because we're more sensitive to things, and mm -hmm. so it's really cool, but a lot of people do do believe that, mm -hmm. you know, any woman who did something back then, but to be honest with the Salem thing, those women who died were not witches. I mean, the real witches hauled balls, and they went to New Orleans and yeah. got out of there. I mean, maybe one or two out of all those you know, um, women were actual witches. Now, whatever people think witch like some people might think well witches sacrifice animals and everything else what's the what's the scoop of that okay well <laughs> you know me very well yeah. we don't need we're not even allowed to like tell them about the bumblebees the other day yeah <laughs> well the other day we we're at her mom's house we we're in the driveway talking and this bee kept like flying around and you always get mad at me every time I swat at a bee because I'm not supposed to hurt the bee. You're not supposed to hurt well, the I bee. Well, I got stung in the ankle, which sucked because it was like one of those yellow jacket, big fat bumblebee looking things. He's a big guy. Yeah, that sucked. And again, I wasn't supposed to swat at it. No. Then we come home. I don't remember what the hell I was doing. Oh, I felt something on my neck and reached back and got stung by a wasp. That blowed. So I'm brushing off my neck and laying on the ground. Again, I'm not supposed to hurt it or swat no. at it. Just, mm -hmm. just take the pain. No. But that blowed. Yeah. yeah, that blowed. But we don't. We, yeah, we don't, don't sacrifice, sacrifice animals. animals. We don't even swat at bees. Um, <laughs> that's just not our thing. Um, if anything, we are very healing and try to help the animals and try to, you know, some women witches, you know, try to communicate with the animals and men witches too which is another topic you are a pro-living organism yeah we don't kill anything spiders just take them outside just we're not killing anything. um now some people might be wondering if it's all female witches yeah i'm glad you asked that because no it is definitely not um in fact one of your mods moderators are yes one of yeah. one of my mods in the group is a male witch and one of my council members for the coven is also male witch uh, two totally different people but there are a lot of men, and they're not called warlocks, which a lot of people mm -hmm. think they're just simply witches as well. Um, and I did hear on another podcast, and it kind of did anger me. I, I just, because I like to check out other witchy podcasts too, and just kind of give them a play. But um, on the one of the other ones, they were talking about how LGBT people weren't really welcome in the witchcraft community and certain ones, and that really bothered me. Everyone is welcome to be part of our community and so if anyone tells you that you can't be because you are a man or you're LGBT or anything like that they're totally wrong because you're absolutely welcome so um now this is kind of a two-parter question okay. uh witchcraft isn't the same as you would see on TVs and movies oh, and God, everything no. else so no okay. no it's not I mean it's way different 
Some parts are. I mean, obviously, like some of the carrying and you know the way they carry themselves and everything. But doing spells, right? But again, we do spell so. You have to look at it like. But they're not shooting like lightning out of their fingers. Absolutely not. Um, But we do manifest things, not in the sense of I sit here and I'm going to will that ice cream cone pop up and one pop up. That's just not how life works. That's the part of the movies and TV that is absolutely Mm -hmm. not real. But when we say manifest, it's like when religious people pray to God and they, you know, this is the prayers and they're basically willing something to happen. That's what we do when we do spells and things like that. We're asking the universe for things, but we're also, it's something that's in within ourselves too. Mm -hmm. So it's, I mean, it's kind of like hand in hand with religion in a way, but completely not like movie stuff, so. You'd kind of like be explaining it like it would be like a religion. Right, I mean, that's the easiest way to put it for people (coughs) to understand. Okay, so the second part of that question, not the same as on movies or TVs. What would be your favorite witch movie? Oh. Or show, whatever. Definitely the favorite movie is Impractical Magic mixed with The Craft and then Witches of Eastwick, obviously. I, I mean, honestly, Witches of Eastwick when I was little, that's what made me realize that I wanted to be a witch or that I had that calling or that felt because I could relate to Cher in that movie and I could relate to the witches. And I was you like five, always have you know? a passion for Yeah, I mean, since yeah. I was little, and, you know, I was like five, and I couldn't really say, hey, mom, you know, that's really cool. I think I'm a witch at mm-hmm. five, you know, but um, as far as TV shows go, Spring is probably one of my favorite, and everybody thinks it it's corny, cool. but it's so cute. It's I love cool. it. I really yeah. do love it. And we have yet to watch Harry Potter. Yeah, we I, haven't I watched know. It yet. Oh, my God, people freak out on me all the time. Like, how can you be a watching witch and not watch Harry Potter? Yeah. I just haven't, but yeah. we're going to, so... We're going to check that out. Yeah, because it looks like it's really good. Now, I've heard you use the word divination before. Divination is like when I do the tarot readings or oracle cards. Okay, all right. But there's different forms of of penetration. Oh, my God. (laughs) There's all types of forms of penetration. There are. I mean, vaginal, anal, all of that. Beak, right in the beak. Right in the beak. But no. (laughs) Divination... it's like tarot cards <laughs> and oracle. <laughs> We're talking about sex and witchcraft. Mm. So that, but they also go hand in they hand. hand There's sex magic. So. Yeah. But no, um, like tarot cards and uh, oracle cards, crystal balls, scrying, like as like look into a crystal ball. But some people do it with like a black mirror or fire or a bowl of water. And you got a really cool black mirror. I do. I made that myself. It's awesome. And pendulum work is another thing. I have a spirit board, which is very similar to a Ouija board. We'll have to put a picture on the Instagram yeah. page. But you have a very cool witch area. It's really awesome. It's awesome. And uh, I use my pendulum. I don't use a planchette that comes with it. I use a pendulum. So, and this is my black obsidian, which I absolutely love. You guys can see it. It's like my favorite one. It's my go-to you several, every time. Yeah. You have a lot oh, cool. of them, but that's my go-to. Um, now, I've heard you talk about this before. And it doesn't anger you, but some people use the term baby witch. So, baby witch is very... It's a big conflict in the witch community, and I feel bad because the newer witches don't really know that baby witch is bothersome to some witches. I'm not a fan of that word, of that term. Um, I don't put anyone down who uses it. Yeah, I, you I think said if before you, you did, but it doesn't bother If you, you feel comfortable with it, if it's how you like to express it, do it. No, so I've that's never like a beginner myself. witch, right? Right, it's okay. like a beginner witch, but the only thing I would have to say about that is you're not giving yourself enough credit because witchcraft is forever you're a forever student you're never going to completely master everything Mm -hmm. because you're always learning and 
I've been doing this for a while and there are things that I have learned from new witches. I mean, as I'm going along, there are things I literally have learned from new witches because like I said, there's so many different paths to witchcraft. There's so many different things. And if we all work together as one, we can learn a lot more than if we work against mm -hmm. each other. So, exactly. but yeah, baby witch is a very controversial topic in the witchcraft community. Um, now, we were talking about your little area and everything, mm -hmm. and we were talking about how you, your love for animals and living organisms and everything. You have a very cool outdoor area, too. Yeah, so I have a little fairy garden area. And when I say fairy, I don't mean like Tinkerbell fairy, but I do mean Tinkerbell fairy. And I know you're probably thinking, what the fuck is she talking about? So let me explain. <laughs> so um, fairies, or, or the fae, if you may have heard it called, are spirits or energies, things like that. And they're basically, that is where Tinkerbell, the idea and concept for Tinkerbell came mm -hmm. from. Because if you don't believe in her, she dies. Same with the Fae, like if you don't believe in it, it's not real. So, I mean, same concept, but uh, now Travis can literally attest to this. For years, we have had Belladonna lilies growing on the side of the house this in the weird, exact yeah, same spot. It's very weird. Always. <laughs> and this year, I have my little fairy garden in back now. Travis made me a wonderful area. He put it's a really little cool. keyhole um, outline around my the tree back there. We outlined and it with a landscaping brick and then put white gravel in it, did a round tree, did a big keyhole shape, put rugs down, and you got a bunch, like this. It's beautiful, solar lights, a ball, glowing, like yeah, a that, globe. Yeah, and like a light up globe. It's really cool area. It is, like we'll a post some pictures and stuff. Yeah, I've got yeah, beautiful really mobile, cool. and, but Travis got the area ready for me, and then all of a sudden, my Belladonna lilies didn't pop up where they always do, they popped up back there in that area. So weird. So, like, my literally, like, my first thought was the fae moved them. Yeah. I mean, because that's the only... Well, I mean, the mushrooms, too. We have never had mushrooms in right. this yard, ever. So, if you ever go into a yard or an area and you see, like, a circle kind of cut out or... Sometimes it won't even be cut out. Just be like the grass is a little deader in a now circle shape. this is shape for if you're or, a witch, right? What? Like, if you're a witch. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, but yeah. some people may not believe that and still have it in their yard. Well, I mean, true. Yeah, you never know. Or you just see some faint circle area in your yard or mushroom stools you'll see some mushroom stools pop up those are a sign that the fae have been there it's crazy because we've never had mushrooms grow in the yard and those are actually like really big yeah they just popped up overnight along out. with your what are they belladonna belladonna lilies yeah but they all popped up overnight right by the fairy garden so it's kind of weird that you know it's really well, ironic cool. um now i've heard people use the phrase broom closet in the broom closet okay so think of um lgbt being in the closet yeah and not being in the closet so the broom closet is the witch's version of not being out okay so a lot of times people don't know kind of thought that's what it was right yeah. well i mean for like ever i i felt it inside and i did stuff in my head but i never really came out and told you mm -hmm. because i just didn't really i wasn't 100 percent sure yet so technically i was in the broom closet then and for years only you knew mm -hmm. and then so technically I was still in the broom closet then and then now the whole world yeah. knows because my podcast and everything else I don't really mm -hmm. care anymore but there are a lot of witches who still live in the broom closet because today's society is kind of damning to them so I mean it's just kind of yeah. not fair but we do get a bad rap um a lot of people have asked if it's expensive to start so 
It can be. Um, I have opted the route of expensiveness sometimes, um, but <laughs> to be honest, no, because again, there are no rules. There's no wrong way to be a witch. So spell candles can be expensive. If you can buy like, you know, a 16 pack for 40 bucks on Amazon mm -hmm. or the metaphysical stores, but that's expensive. You can also go down to Dollar Store, Dollar General, Family Dollar, Dollar Tree, whatever. Some cheap store, yeah. And buy a 24-pack of birthday candles for a dollar. Like multicolored birthday yeah, candles. Yeah, and they you got can the use packs. those. Yeah. I mean, it's, you can do everything on your own on a budget. Like the scrying mirrors, they are, you can get them on Etsy or wherever, or a black mirror, and you're going to spend 30 to 50 bucks if you order mm -hmm. one online. I made ours for $4. I literally bought a $3 picture frame. And it's awesome. From it Dollar General really cool. and a can of black spray paint. Yeah. I mean, and I made really my own rooms. Cool how you did it. It's just um, you can you can do it yourself and make it way cheaper. Now, uh, this kind of goes with being like you can go the cheaper route. Altars, like big altars, small altars, baby altars. Right. So you can do whatever feels comfortable to you. Because Maybe they don't know what an altar is. So your altar <laughs> is like your little your personal area. Um, we'll post pictures on the Instagram yeah. of it, but. It's basically your personal area where you do your work at. And I am very fortunate enough to have a giant corner and Travis made some amazing stuff over there for me. Looks pretty cool. I mean, you he literally built me uh, the actual altar itself, a podium for my Book of Shadows. Uh, That's a cool book. Right all there. kinds of stuff he's made for me over there. But your altar doesn't have to be a huge production. It can literally be a side table with a candle on it. I mean, whatever represents something sacred to you. Now, if anybody's like, interested or is a witch or beginning to be a witch, whatever, I've seen these things on uh, Google Images. You can actually go to Google Images and look up mini baby altars, like DIY altars, and they're little Altoids cans. Yeah. They're so cool. Yeah, so I actually, we t I talked about that on one episode of my podcast for witches who are still in the broom closet. That's an excellent way to have your altar and make a portable you can literally take a shoebox or like he said Altoids can just take it you know a small cut a birthday candle down whatever you need to do and you have a little traveling altar mm -hmm. I mean I've even seen it done in a sunglass case before like a glasses mm -hmm. case yeah so they make some cool little ones it's really neat I you mean, decorate them up and everything there's definitely some <coughs> out there for everyone now your book of shadows is actually pretty cool looking yes um so book check out the front of this real quick doesn't it look cool it's got the fancy locks mm -hmm. and it really looks neat. So, um, oh, you don't have to I got stuck, there. but no, Travis did some little artwork in here. He's yeah, not done. Bit. He's going to keep doing but, more, yeah. but, um, a book of shadows is basically your journal slash everything. Um, your notebook, because not spells, only do you write down everything. like spells, but you write down like, you know, how you're feeling about things or how things work out. You write down like things you want to remember like spell colors that coordinate to different feelings or things or like aura colors or like mine has tarot notes and oracle notes and all kinds of different things like mm -hmm. for my palm reading and stuff there's notes in there so i mean your book of shadows is basically a sacred book for yourself a journal filled with your witchy journey stuff now so if there's anyone interested on becoming a witch or learning more about witchcraft first off her podcast explains everything <coughs> she's very detailed with a lot of stuff it's it's awesome a lot of people like it but well, there's also you. yeah totally there's also books right on yes how to <coughs> so some of the books that i always recommend people it. start off with because i'm literally dropping all of this here hmm. 
there's a lot here, so I'm just going to show you some of the, the best ones here. I'm not saying you have to rush out and buy every single book, but these are really some good ones to start off with. Like I said, that one. If you're interested in palm reading, this is a really good one. I got it from Amazon. It's really cheap. It was under $7. Um, it is really good to, if you have never done um, palm reading or if you just want to brush up, it's excellent, excellent book to get going. Same with runes. If that's something you're into, that's an excellent book for runes. I don't know if it helps or not with the glare, <laughs> but what is this one? About that's about runes. 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 Yeah. So, not all these are going to be. Okay. So, this is another one that's really good for new witches. It's called the Spell Book. And this one was six bucks on Amazon, I think, or maybe five. It was super cheap, but it's full of great spells for beginners. So, it's something really cool. Now, if we have any other atheists that are out there that are interested in witchcraft, this is a great book. It's the Atheist Guide to Atheist Witch's Guide to Energy, and um, it's really short though. It's like thirty-five pages. It is like really large print, but oh, it's, it's right down to the nitty-gritty, huh? It's some really good information cool. in here. So, it's where did you get that one. at? This came from Amazon also. Oh, okay. it, all these books were super cheap, except for like two of them, and mm -hmm. I'll tell you which ones those were. That's a good cool <laughs> book. Excuse me. The occult book. This is literally the history starting from the beginning of like recorded time of occult stuff. And it's literally told anything. Me so much stuff about the early years of witchcraft and it's actually very fascinating. It I mean really this is. literally starts in like the fifth century BCE. I mean Correct. however you decide Here, to do it. But the occult book is really interesting, guys. Really cool <laughs> looking. I always like the covers of these cool books. There you go. Now this one I really like. It's the Black Arts. Um, I haven't finished all of this book. I really need to finish reading it, but it really kind of digs into everything. And it's called the Black Arts because people think that we're bad people when we're really not. But it kind of kind of goes into everything as far as like astrology and demonology and all of that stuff. And that's another thing I want to bring up real quick. Where we're talking about that book. Do you A lot again? No. Oh. A lot of people think that because you're an atheist that you worship the devil that's absolutely not true because if you don't believe in god how do you believe in the devil i mean so that's not and you and i have had that conversation many times but go for it i don't, <laughs> I don't know if anybody will i mean people shouldn't have to really agree on what other people's beliefs are you know everybody should get along but it really shouldn't matter what other people believe because <laughs> most of the times people usually keep everything among themselves you know or at least they should i mean why bring all that up it's just going to create drama right but anyways yeah you're an atheist i'm an atheist i believe way too much into science i study so much about space and universe it's it gets ridiculous but yeah i just have a hard time believing that but it, it doesn't have mean to be proven right and it doesn't mean that we don't get along with people who do believe either because yeah your sisters well yeah but know? my best friend i mean perhaps is my best best friend but Same here. my best friend melody she's christian <coughs> and we mm -hmm. get along perfect you and we explain our sides to each yeah. other and talk they about how they're very similar it, yeah. you know yep. and several of the witches in my group are christian mm -hmm. so it's another thing i want to mention too you can be Christian and be a witch because it's not about worshiping any specific God or mm -hmm. deity. That's a choice that you make. If you choose to worship a deity, that, that's mm -hmm. your choice. But we do absolutely 100% have Christian witches in the group. So it's, it's not a conflict. But If anyone out there is by chance an atheist because there are a lot out there, 
you really need to watch the Atheist Experience with Matt Dillahuddy. It's mm -hmm. awesome. He is such a cool dude. But yeah, check that out. Yeah, it, it's kind of funny listening. Yeah. To or if any of you are skepticals, I mean, really, he puts it into. And that's the thing. He was like a what? He was like a rabbi or a right, preacher a for priest, like twenty preacher, some yeah. years. And then he turned in and converted, and he's an atheist. Well, I mean, I grew up going to church all the time, and I wasn't until what, about six, seven years ago, actually, mm -hmm. when I finally, like, you know, realized and decided that, I, that I'm an atheist. But, but, I mean, either way, it's not bad, you know? It's not bad. Everyone should get along anyways. Right. And, I mean, and that's proof that you can, because yep. my best friend is. But back to the point of that book, it talks about demonology. Now, I don't hands. believe in the devil because I don't believe in God, but I do believe in evil energies out there and evil spirits. Now, demonology to me is evil things, mm -hmm. but it's not always just human entities that oh, are evil man. either. So. I got to hit on something else. Go for it. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> People are probably wondering, well, they're not religious, but yet they believe in ghosts. All right. That's the thing. <sighs> I don't even know where to start. Energy. Energy is very weird. If you study energy, you'll figure out how it works. Do some study on energy. But when energy leaves a human body, what, I mean, it's possible that energy could be transformed to, to anything, you know? It mm -hmm. could create a spirit form. You never know. I mean, it could go into a whole other dimension. We have no idea what the hell happens after we're dead. Right. You know? Not saying there couldn't be a God out there. We could, you know, be... We could be completely wrong. Be, I mean... Who the hell knows? But... If you study about energy and learn a little bit how it works, it makes you wonder what happens to our energy, the neurons, the electrons, the neurons firing in our human brain. What happens to all that? Exactly. It's got to go somewhere. It's got to be transferred to something. It's right. crazy. And that's why this is a great book to look into if you are yeah. atheist because it explains about energy and everything. Actually, you need to read that book. We're going to check it out. But, yeah, I mean, so when it comes to demons and stuff, I don't believe in the devil, but I do believe that there are evil energies and spirits out there. So, energies I mean, everywhere. that's something that needs to be said. As I said, I am eclectic. I'm not wicked or Wicca, but eclectic means that you take parts from every path. So I do have some Wicca books, Wiccan books, because I do, I mean, I do take parts from them. I just don't, the only part I would say that I am different from Wiccan is the fact that I don't follow the concept of the god and the goddess. And that's just, I, I adore the moon and I believe the moon has some some pull on my life but I don't believe that that is the God so I mean that's just me um, another book this one is a little bit more uh, this is an amazing book for astrology it's literally called the only book you'll ever need for astrology the only astrology book you'll ever need it's not the only one you'll ever need I will tell you that but it is amazing it's about 600 and some pages that's a lot of pages yeah <laughs> it's a 20 some dollar book but it is so worth it because it literally, or it's over 700 pages in there. I don't remember, but it's really good because it helps you do your birth chart. It helps you figure out all of that. So if you're even the slightest bit interested in astrology, go to Astro Cafe on, uh, just go to Google and type in Astro Cafe and it'll help bring up your birth chart. And that's a great place to start if you're even slightest bit interested in astrology at all because it talks about your, and now I know how you feel about horoscopes and stuff like that, but I, I believe that the time of day that you're born, like the position that you are and like the time of being born, how the sky was, how everything was and the planets and 
the whole universe aligned at this exact point in time when you were born, I think it has an effect on us. But you again, that's maybe me. the gravitational pull slightly varied a little bit with planets with the world. Who knew? I mean, who knows? Who knows? The final book that I want to uh, talk about that's a bit salty. So I looked this up on Amazon. First of all, I want to say we got a hell of a deal on this book at Barnes & Noble. Um, last year, actually, last September. Um, I think I, we only paid like 40 bucks for it, if that. I looked it up on Amazon. Did I ever tell you what it was worth on Amazon? What? $243. Good lord. Yeah. It was for the hardback cover of it, but $43. Yeah. Wow. I actually saved the screenshot of it because I was shocked. Oh, but 40 bucks is a good deal we got for it. This book literally has every symbol in it and not just witchcraft related, literally every symbol. Oh, yeah, symbol this is the in symbol the book, isn't yes, it? Yeah, it is this really, is so cool to look at. It is an extremely It is very book. awesome to look at. Yeah, there are so many symbols in here. I'm doing it totally wrong so you can't see it, but it's really <laughs> cool. It's got literally everything it in does. there. It does. It's so cool. But it's really awesome. I love books of pictures. I know you do. <laughs> but like, see, you know, have you ever had a dream and you wake up and you saw like a sign in your dream? And you're like, what the fuck was that? I've never seen that in my life. And try to like figure out where it came from. No, yeah, I'm always trying to remember different things. Right. In my dream. So like with that book, I don't know how many times I've looked it up, you know, or something. Or like, I'll have people message me and be like, I see I had this dream last night. And when I woke up, like they drew the symbol or sigil that they found. And they're like, what does it mean? And I'm like. Give me a minute, and I search the book. Oh, I'm like, oh yeah, there it is. So. I think we've used this before. On uh, we were looking up some symbol for Egypt type stuff or something, and it was in mm -hmm. there. Yeah, yeah, that's it's really, really cool. great. We're wondering what the hell that was. Yep. Yeah. And then the final thing that I want to bring up while we're on books, and this is the last part, and I'll let you get back to any more questions you have. But so, if anyone is interested in getting into tarot, or even just slightly interested in tarot. This is, there's a deck called The Wild Unknown, and Kim Kranz is the creator of it, but this book comes with that set. Most times when you buy a tarot deck, it comes with a tiny little pamphlet of a little white piece of paper and tells you what's what, but if anyone is interested in tarot, I highly recommend the deck, The, the Wild Unknown, because this one literally breaks down. It shows you the pictures of each card. Obviously, the book's not colorized, but it shows you the pictures of each card, and then full paragraphs of what the card means said just like a one word meaning but it also shows you all kinds of other stuff inside like it tells you explains the background of uh, tarot and the background of the different suits and all of that and it's just oh, absolutely amazing um it's definitely a book i recommend always to anyone interested in this first speaking step. of like beginners yeah, into witchcraft um like on your show you've done a giveaway before Oh, and we had an amazing giveaway. It was amazing, yeah. But you did like tarot cards and everything, mm -hmm. all types of stuff that you could actually use to become a beginner. But if you were thinking about being a witch or you're just getting into being a witch, check out her thing because she always does gives away, giveaways that you, it can help you out a lot by winning all this stuff. Yeah, the last one we actually did, we had like a little treasure chest box and it came with uh, some candles, a tarot deck, a uh, set of runes. Sage. Incense, uh, sage bundle, um, some brass keys, some essential oils, some... I can't remember what was oh on. Oh my god, there was, there was a lot of herbs. Stuff. There was literally It was like, like a $100 box and oh, stuff. If because not we more. got the box. Altar cloth, everything. Yeah, we ordered the box. on. Oh yeah, altar cloth. Yeah, that mm -hmm. was really cool. And it was huge. Two foot by two foot yeah, altar cloth. Yeah. Too. I mean, it was great. We ordered that wooden treasure chest on Amazon. Mm -hmm. That really looked cool. But, I mean, but yeah. We had a lot of... A lot of and good stuff. Yep. Yeah, you can like 
a beginner witch, if they could get on your thing, maybe win, they could really yeah. help them out, you know? So my big thing with, the po with my podcast, I know we brought it up before, but my podcast is called The Basic Witch, and it is more of a, um, it's not the rules or the guidelines. It's just kind of like helping you get started along your path of witchcraft. And then we have a group on Facebook, and then I have an Instagram page, but the Facebook group is kind of like a helping hand to each other. I have very mm -hmm. strict rules as far as drama and... Um, any kind of conflicts and stuff that stuff is not allowed whatsoever yeah. no type of hatefulness at all um, it's more of a very very calming situation. and you guys have a lot of fun with it we do you we do, actually yeah. have a lot of fun um, I do a lot of live video or a lot of videos of unboxing uh, mindful souls is one of the absolute best which subscription she's, she's tried ever. different ones and so far it's mindful souls right it's amazing I get well this this came from Mindful Souls, my bracelet. I mean, all kinds of stuff. I get wonderful mm -hmm. things. Um, but I do a lot of unboxing videos so you don't waste your money on something. You get to see it yeah. first. So now, what was the other one you were also... Tamed Wild. Tamed Wild. Was, I was ha the first box was okay. You are a little iffy about that one. Then I thought, well, I'll give it another try. And then the second box was just not... Yeah. I mean, it wasn't worth the money. And I forgot to cancel it, and they sent me a third box. And that was just... Yeah. No. It was horrible. So... Um, I do take suggestions for what boxes to try and the witches in the group tell me and then I'll order it and I'll do unboxing. So skirt from so boxes are really cool. They really are. We I'm have a lot of fun with one. them. Yeah, we found a NASA one for him. The space one, yeah. Space box. So. Be cool. That's really cool. Yeah. But. Um, well, I really don't have any more questions a whole lot, but what would you like to hit on as far as... Um, like. Well, so far have you had any bad experiences being a witch no actually yeah. i i think things have been amazing i mean mm. we've came into quite a bit of money since i've been a witch yeah. because of money yeah. spells i mean yeah. um, uh you did a reading not too long ago i a did group. a tarot party um mm -hmm. for some friends i mean you've done several before yeah it's just this like one they was actually a, really called you out for like their birthday yeah thing, it was like a birthday know? party really thing cool. and i did a uh, a party like a group party with a bunch of them there and that was awesome. It was really cool because as an empath, I feel like I'm like a sensitive in a way. And um, when I walked in, I could just feel it. I kept calling the one of the girls that was there by the wrong name. But turns out it was the name I was calling her was the name of somebody who was supposed to be there, but mm -hmm. didn't make it. So <laughs> now but. when you say empath, that is like... So, an empath... I can't explain it. I know what it is, but I can't really explain right, it. Right. There's actually multiple different versions of empaths. Um, I am more emotional, and I don't like that they call a psychic empath, because I don't consider myself a psychic in any way, shape, or form, but I am more sensitive mm -hmm. to things. Like, you had a good example not too long ago with that one. Remember our neighbors? One of them broke yes. up, and the other one, you know... And so, the best way I can describe what it's like to be an emotional empath is you're sitting on the porch and someone walks by and they're crying and you have no idea what's going on or what what has happened but you start to get sad too because they are sad and um you they kind can, of feel their sad yeah you really you know? feel sad and you have no idea why like you, really you take just, on their sad. yeah you take weird. on their pain and yeah. it could be physical pain it could be emotional pain it can literally be anything um like it's weird you know Travis can break his arm and then my arm is going to be sore in that oh area. Oh my god, you and Melody have a lot of that. My That's friend, so weird. yes. My friend We've Melody, talked about this before on here. We have a lot of similarities like that. Like, I feel her pain all the time and she feels mine mm -hmm. and we are just have this connection, but um, 
but the emotional part of it, like they can be gone. Like the crying girl could be go like long gone. It could be an hour later, and I'm still sad and have no idea right. why. So and you really felt for that girl. It's very yeah. hard to Weird. deal with. I if mean, the camera's moving, it's obviously you know who it is. The cat. Yeah, she's cleaning herself underneath. Ooh, so. that brings up another point. What familiars. do you? Yeah, what do you feel on familiars? So you're gonna have what's I that? call. I'm sorry, I'm interrupt you, <laughs> but I call our cat Sky. I call her. You're you're familiar. I call her. You're familiar when she's bad. Yeah, well, she's <laughs> bad all the time. So she is bad all the time. Generally, in what people call traditional witchcraft, when they start talking about you know when you have gatekeepers telling you how everything has to be and everything, they will say that a familiar you don't choose your familiar that is brought to you and all these other things that it cannot be your pet and everything else. Well, I disagree with that highly. Um, you're familiar is whatever the fuck you want it to be, to be honest. Um, I know that's very blunt, and I just literally talked yeah. about this on my podcast, the exact same phrasing And the other that day. cat loves you to death. She will not... I mean, she loves everyone in the house, but she really has to be with you. And tell them about the cat with the altar and everything. But she does. She it's goes crazy. to the altar. It and is we'll, crazy, Like, yeah. she will literally go to the altar, and she has a stool there. Oh well, yeah, orange stool. And she will sit on it and meow until I go over there, and we start doing something together. But... She, crazy. anytime I'm over there, she has to run right over and sit there and pay attention to what I'm doing and be a part she'll of it. She'll sit there on that little, it's almost like a little altar stool yeah, itself. I mean, it's, it's like a, that she sits there and watches they call it like an altar table, but mm -hmm. this is a bigger version. But she, I mean, she's yep. there 24 7 when I'm over. I mean, yep. and sometimes if you're not there, like you said, she'll run over yeah. and sit there and meow until you do yeah, something. Yeah, she'll freak out until I come <laughs> over and we do something. That's pretty cool, but though. Especially if I ever, when I cast have? a circle, it's, yeah, I'm going to wrap no. up. But, uh, yeah, if I got a circle, she's right there the whole time. So. She's cute. But anything, any animal or pet or anything can be your familiar. It's whatever you're drawn to. Mm -hmm. So as we wrap this up, I just want to remind everybody there is no wrong way to be a witch. <coughs> so please don't let anyone tell you that anything you're doing is wrong because that's not. There's there's no rules that say you have to do and this. And if anyone's interested, so. again, t check out these books. Yeah, and um, you can and always. check out her, The Basic Witch. It's yep. really awesome. They have a lot of fun on there. It's Thank a good you. podcast. You do a great job, and If you guys have questions about it, hit us up in the comments or send an email. Um, you can get us at wellthatscreepy at gmail.com or thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com if you're interested in that. Yeah. Our Instagram is... Well, that's creepy? Well, that's underscore creepy. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> and I the basic witches is at the underscore basic underscore witch underscore. And I sound like but a rapid chicka chicka what? Chicka what? Uh, yeah, check us out on YouTube. Like, subscribe. That'd be cool. Um, I think that's all we got until next week. Yeah, I was really excited. We didn't mean to go like on and on with this yeah, episode. It'd be super long. I just got really excited. So, but yeah. You guys have a good Sunday or Monday or whenever you watch this. So, 